Shane Dane, so I'm sweet loving anyway. Hey, all you hippies and all you cowboys out there, thanks for joining us on today's episode. I am one of your hosts, Mike. Garrett is got the day off today because I got the chance to sneak into the Dead South's green room while they were in Iowa City. So just me and the Dead South on this episode. And boy, you know, one of these days, I think they're going to catch on and, and some somebody's going to kick me out of a green room. But until that day, I'm going to keep sneaking into those bad boys and sharing the conversations with you. So this was a really fun one. Uh, the guys from Saskatchewan came down and... Uh, and we, we talk about, you know, Banjo Odyssey, the song that uh, you just heard a little bit of there. Talk, get into the Little Jacks film with Coulter and Blake Berglund and all those Sask boys, uh, as well as this double album that they have coming out. I don't know if you knew about it at all. They've, they've snuck a few singles out, but two albums uh, full of some old cover songs. Uh, so if you didn't know about it, listen in. There's some things that are really interesting I had no idea about with that one so a super cool conversation with the guys it was a little shorter because you know it was right before their show so short but I hope you enjoy it uh, as always we are brought to you by Workmen's Relief CBD the best CBD on the market for the most reasonable prices CBD for the working man you can use our code HACCBD for 15% off at checkout so take those low prices make them lower that's H-A-C-C-B-D. Use that code at checkout for 15% off of your purchase. All right, let's bring you all into the episode backstage in the green room with the Dead South. Enjoy the show, and as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and supporting the show. Okay, we're here with the Dead South in the green room of the Englert Theater in Iowa City. And I just have to say you're welcome for such a warm welcome, or not so warm welcome to, to the area, to the state. But we, felt, we figured we'd make it feel like home with it being fucking cold as hell outside today. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, good reminder of home for me. <laughs> I've been home, but this is like, okay, that's why I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, me as a teacher, was, uh, we had a two-hour delay Thursday for the cold weather, the wind chill. It was just as cold today, so I was kind of banking on having the late start today, too. Had a couple extra beers last night in preparation. Turn my phone ringer on last night before I went to bed. I was like, I'm going to wake up to a call that says two-hour delay. Woke up to my alarm, no two-hour delay, so... But, hey, we're sitting here with the, the Dead South, so I guess it was, it's not a bad day after all. <laughs> so uh, I have to mention that, you know, we're talking about temperature here, that you guys uh, burned it down on your show on Wednesday, quite literally, which I now see is not such a rare occasion as the fire alarms have been t- yeah, constantly going off. Hairspray will set it off here, apparently. <laughs> Can't use hairspray backstage. That's crazy. Um, someone I was talking to that, that was at the show on Wednesday was saying, they're like, ask them about the fire alarm thing. They're like, has that happened a lot? Like, do they burn places down a lot? Because <laughs> evidently, now I missed it, but you guys started in song, in rhythm, 
to the fire alarm. Walk me through that, uh, yeah. that thought process and how that came together as a band. Will it be on the next album? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we tried to, I mean, the fire alarm started, and I kept asking, "Are we? Do we have to leave, or do we keep going?" And no one had an answer. So then we kept on with the intro to the song and just tried to time it out to the fire alarm. Yeah, it was way too slow. Very slow. Very slow. Very slow. Hard if I could slow. have one complaint about the Angler Theater, it's that their fire alarm is a little too slow. <laughs> for too our too songs. slow. Yeah. Trying to could be another like yeah. 10 BPM fast. Yeah, a little yeah. quicker. Kills the vibe a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, something I, I reckon we probably should have done uh, like moments ago was if we go, let's go around the circle so people listening can know the voice behind the person. So if you just want to introduce yourself and what you do in the band, just so the people listening know, hey, when I hear that voice, I'm talking to Nate or whatever. <laughs> yep, uh, I'm Nate Hiltz. I'm a singer and guitar player and sometimes mandolin player. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Colton Crawford. I play the banjo. I'm Danny Kenyon. I play the cello. And I'm Scott Pringle. I play mandolin, guitar, and I sing. Right on. Hope you all remembered those voices. Uh, so moving on here to the Wednesday, Friday show, because I was telling you a little bit about it that I totally spaced on this somehow um, with you guys even being in town, because I think the last time I knew of you being in Iowa was Hinterland Music Festival a couple years ago. If you, I don't even know if y'all remember that, Absolutely. but That's yeah, but, but we're just in Des Moines, like on this same room. Really? Yeah. Damn, I'm really bad at this. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you, you're you're not here often, I guess is is no. is the point. Um, but which makes sense. You're not from close to here. Um, so yeah, when I heard that you were playing Wednesday, Friday, I thought for sure I had been given false information. What did you guys do? For three days in Iowa City like when it's cold it's like for those who don't know it's been like below zero the last three days so like what how'd you guys kill the kill the time here I've been playing board games and card games which ones uh, we just got munchkin and sushi go <laughs> all right and love letter and chess oh yeah I've been playing some chess too pretty good chess player yeah other than that I don't know Golden's been streaming yeah, I've been streaming in the hotel room a little bit of recording lots yeah. of just chilling in the hotel yeah. yeah, yeah, lots of relaxing. It's uh, pretty good in the middle of tour to just slow everything down, mm -hmm. you know, relax, take a check, work out a, a bit in the hotel. Get your toes done, pedicure. Yeah, there you go. Pedicure. We have so many nail salons downtown. Notice so. that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but there's a lot. Yeah. A college campus, I don't know. But uh, so there, we're gonna use this as an Iowa City um, advertisement. Like, come to Iowa City. We got board games, uh, and and that's I guess in streaming and hotel rooms. So. Come enjoy the many um, attractions of Iowa City. Just a climbing gym. <laughs> What's that? Just needs a climbing gym. A climbing gym. Yeah. yeah no it would probably kill over here. There's a lot of. Got a nice one in Des Moines. Though. Yeah, it's like the University yeah. of Iowa. Yeah, yeah. University of Iowa's here, and there's a lot of Colorado wannabes. So like that would make sense to to put here. But I'm gonna start here and tell you guys a story because my my parents, my dad in particular, is a huge fan of your guys' band. Um, and it's, it's his birthday today, so ha a happy hey. birthday, Dad. Um, and uh, he is real caught up on Banjo Odyssey. <laughs> and uh, that, what is it, eight, eight shows in eight days, eight, oh, hours? eight hours? Eight hours, eight shows in eight hours. He's dying to know the, the story behind how that all came to be. 
Um, before that, though, I'm going to share what my dad does on every family reunion, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, and it's, it's infuriating. What he'll do is he'll put on his music, and for most, it's background music, you know, as everybody's hanging out for the holidays. Um, but when he, Dead South comes on, specifically Banjo Odyssey, um, it's the one that could p pass in this situation as, you know, where people aren't necessarily listening to the words. Um, but he makes a point to make sure that they are, <laughs> as my cousins are in the room, and my aunts and uncles and my 92-year-old grandma, he is sure to let them know what the song is about. So he loves when people are uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he, he I have a couple friends like that. <laughs> and I envy, I envy someone's confidence to do that. But uh, in the situation, it's like, God damn it, Dad, not again. <laughs> the first three years, it was funny, but. <laughs> Um, so I'm curious, what, what kind of like, have you had any like haters on like the lyrics of specifically that song? But some of them, you know, go out on like crazy little, you know, not too ordinary bluegrass music, you know? Um, that yeah. makes sense. I mean, we've had haters on the song, but not about the actual lyrics. Really? About what they think the lyrics could be about. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, so they've never really had, we've never had a lot of haters being like, hey, this song is about incest. You know, these cousins love each other. Yeah. And, like, what's the actual story here? It's like people, are like, out of context, that could be, you know, a different meaning to that song. You're like, all right. So the, 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 the haters kind of come from a different angle, not from the actual meaning of the song, which is interesting. Now, ignore my ignorance here, but what is the actual meaning? Just two cousins that love each other. Okay, it and is that. It's, they're trying it's, to it's just, as, yeah. As I've listened to that song thousands of times, trying to make another way out yeah. of it. But well, it's like a tragic song because yeah. these two cousins, you know, they fall in love with their parents and want them to be together. <laughs> okay, if you can only yeah. imagine. Right. Yeah. Why. So then they try to get away, and then they end up driving really fast on the highway, and they end up getting in a car accident. Right. That's yeah. big. The big denouement, as you say, you know, right. Which makes for an excellent bridge, but yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, how'd that uh, eight shows in eight hours come to be? Because like, you guys actually played that just the, is a that all you did? Truck. Flatbed trailer. That's not all we did actually. We actually okay. played a showcase later that night. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah, that was a all the same day. day. But we were in Toronto um, at a music conference, Canadian Music Week, or was it Breakout West? Uh, I think it was Canadian Music. I think it was Canadian Music. Week. It was May. Right. Yes. So we were doing that, and uh, this guy at the time, um, Snake Man. He uh, comes up with this idea to play eight shows in eight hours on a flatbed truck. Great idea. We, yeah, we had actually, great idea. <laughs> great idea. And we would basically just drive around, stop traffic or in like an illegal area and just play until we got kicked out and then <laughs> roll on to the next. And we just lay down on the flatbed and then drive to the next spot and just That's continuously amazing. do that all day long. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was actually hilarious watching security guards. That's like really legal in yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, you can be fine for all that stuff. But. Yeah. Can't find us now, can you? I hope not. <laughs> Lay down flat enough on the trailer, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, like you're never like there. stopping traffic. It was like, yeah. You know, that, that's the exact story that I hoped yeah. is how that went. So that, that makes me happy to, to know that. Um, let's talk about some new music. Um, you got Easy Listening for Jerks, part one. Did I get that right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because, again, I'm, I'm reading off of this Christmas card as I <laughs> left my notebook in my car. Uh, but easy listening for jerks. You got You Are My Sunshine, 
Is that the latest one that came out, or that was the first one? That was the first, first, first one. one. The first one that came out. And, sorry, and that no, was the first song we ever recorded from home. Okay. Is uh, "You're My Sunshine." Now, when you say by home, like at home, all separate. Each of yeah. our respective houses, we have uh, just a little mic setup. Just when COVID happened. Okay. And uh, we got a little preamp, uh, some recording stuff, and uh, we just kind of sent the songs back and forth. And that was the very, very first song. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, who was the like whose brainchild was it to get together like some old traditional songs and just do a cover album? I think of? it was Neville Quinlan from uh, Pure Music. Really? His was to actually record uh, as many catalog songs from Pure Music. So Pure Music is the publishing company, mm-hmm. and they have rights to like a ton of Carter Family and a bunch of old traditional songs. Right. They're like, if you just do these, then we'll just you know use use them and pitch them out to different stuff and. You know, you don't have to pay uh, rights to anything like that. It's, we have them already. Cool. So instead of just doing the catalog song, um, a while back, we were talking about doing ideas for just doing little EPs of like different projects, like a bluegrass one, maybe even a metal one, you know, like mm-hmm. something like that, and just having fun with them, mm-hmm. doing whatever we want. Yeah. And the bluegrass one, because of Neville coming up with like, why don't you play these songs? We're like, well, let's just start the EP project. So then there was the bluegrass one first, or traditional okay. songs. One yeah, 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 traditional, yeah. yeah. That's cool, cause like I, I've everything I've heard from it is like there's a a big respect for, like when you listen to "You Are My Sunshine" for in like for in specific, like it is like a dead south song. It's it's like the most dead south up version of a song you've heard a thousand different ways before. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. And people people respect the shit out of that. So I'm excited to see like looking at cause you guys released the song list for it, seeing what what you guys did with all the other ones on there but I'm curious which one are you I guess individually most excited to get out well so there's part one and part two though do you yeah, have one yeah. on each one or do you just have a favorite well I don't know you can't don't For, spoil a part two or that's not supposed to be well they're coming yet. out kind of same time okay all right yeah. okay. track list has been released all right. track list oh it has yeah okay. uh, part one I think I'm most excited for Matterhorn yes yeah, yeah. part two Two's tough. Um, man, I don't even know. Chop Suey, probably. Excited for that one. Yeah. I'm like, Chop Suey? Uh, yeah, yeah, System of Down, Chop Suey. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at that set list. <laughs> I'm like nervous, okay. excited for. So, part one yeah. with the traditional songs, uh, we can take it, we can make it our own because they've already been made so many times. Mm-hmm. But part two, there has to be a. Uh, it's scary because it, it uh, these are songs that already mean a lot to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and so to take that and try to do anything Change with it, it could, yeah. uh, like you want to do it with the most amount of respect as possible, mm-hmm. um, while also making it uh, a Dead South song. Um, so, so I'm I'm really excited for Matterhorn as well for the first one. Um, for the second one, I'm kind of nervous, excited for all of them <laughs> I think when you're changing a song that much like if you're trying to come out as a metal band and cover Chop Suey and you're trying to like be very similar to the original like that's bad fucking idea but like to go dead south up that song I think you're pretty safe because it's, it's so far different you're making it your own like I think you'd you know? be surprised at how similar it is really yeah. because yeah. how the instruments really yeah translate. that's yeah. that's yeah. the big point is yeah. like we are playing 
entirely different instrumentation than System of a Down. Right. Despite us trying our absolute darndest to play the same notes and the same rhythms and, and, and achieve the same, you know, performance that they did of the song, it's no matter what, it's going to sound like us because it's, right. it's us doing it with these instruments instead. Yeah. And uh, you might hear it and say like, oh yeah, it sounds so different. But if you listen really closely, you might notice all the little details that are actually very similar to the original too. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I'm is it your favorite then? Chopsuit? Yeah, I'm also really I'm excited and I'm really nervous about it too because yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a it was a labor of love. It was a lot of work and it was it was fun to do. And yeah. Dude, I I. I, I'm kind of speechless because it's. I did not know about that was the aim with part two. So th- this is big news for me. I guess I'm. I'm gonna go indulge myself in that track list. Um, on this show, uh, we have a Patreon. So uh, with our Patreon subscribers, we tell them who we're having interviews with coming up, and we let them ask some questions. Um, with this one, this came together like what two and a half hours ago. So we we had a couple come in, but not not usually the uh, the, the heads up that we normally get them. Um, so the first one is from Geoff, and he is evidently going down to Key West Ooh, for right. My, Mile Zero Fest, and he just wants to know: Are you guys ready to get down in Key West? <laughs> yes, I think so. As ready as we can be. I mean, we're we're excited to get out of the cold. Yeah, uh, we thought we would be coming somewhere warmer, as you said earlier. Yeah. It's just as fucking cold here. Um, That's right, Garrett. It's just as cold here. <laughs> um, yeah. So getting to Florida, Key West, and getting some sun and. Getting down. So getting down. We're gonna get down with. The, is it GF or Jeff? It's Jeff, but he's. We know. We know him from like going to different shows oh, and stuff. That. It's spelled G off. So yeah. out of habit, I said G off. It's Jeff. I'm. That's. <laughs> All right, G off, Jeff. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then our other one is from Trish, and I'm very curious about this one. But she wants to know how much fun it was doing that video shoot with uh, Blake Berglund and Coulter, and was Jay Groves there? Jake Girls was there. Yeah, and that was done by I, I, Little Jack Films, Little Jack films up yeah. there. Um, that's a Saskatchewan guy too, yeah? Oh, or yeah. Saskatch- Saskatchewan? Yeah, Saskatchewan. Uh, Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. That was a good time. It was it was fun. It was just on the balcony at uh, an apartment. Mm-hmm. Just drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon and playing stupid songs. Roger Miller. Yeah, Roger Miller. That's the best part about it, yeah. <laughs> it really is, yeah. It was, it was a good time though, yeah. and like guys like Jake Groves, yeah, uh, kindest people, yeah, Bryce Lewis, kindest people you'll ever meet. Like, it's just, yeah, Bryce is the man too. Um, I met Jake at a show in uh, Lexington, like probably two years ago now, and I wanted to give him one of our podcast hats, and he wouldn't accept it until I took the hat that was on his head, and I was like, I don't like this is the old hat, man. Like that's yours. You keep that. He wouldn't do it, so. <laughs> I have a Jake Groves blows hat now, Um, and I'm actually really glad because that's one of my favorite hats now. (laughs) Um, And was there any good stories? She's wondering from that that little journey. That was when so we were playing Calgary Stampede Mm -hmm. at that time. Unfortunately, Colton wasn't there. I wasn't there. No. um, So that was in Alberta. Yeah, that was Calgary, Calgary, Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We all went out for some good steaks that night. I'm trying to think of something like really stand out that happened. I don't know. There's a lot of good music happening, so we were bouncing around everywhere. Um, yeah. I think just the the whole part where we just got to hang out for a bit and not actually just be running. Because usually when you run into 
you know, like Coulter and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's always at a festival where you just like you play your set, maybe maybe you have time for a little bit of a beer, and then you're right. gone. Right. So that was just a nice night of like getting to hang out and drink and watch your buddies play music. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. What can you speak a bit or some one of you uh, on that community that's kind of coming out of Saskatchewan, Alberta? You got Corblon, Blake, Coulter, um, Bella White out of. Calgary. I don't know if you've listened to her. She's she's up and coming. She moved to Nashville. Um, Sorry, Bell White. Bell, Bella White. Oh, Bella White. Um, okay. She's like a folky Americana singer, okay. but she's she's young, young from maybe twenty out of Calgary. I'm trying to think who else. You guys, um, Bell Plain, you know. Um, but it seems like it's a very fast-growing little area for country music folk music bluegrass music and pretty tight-knit and i think that's what at least americans looking at that video um from little jacks uh it's like dang like they're all just pals up there like they got some good stuff going on um but i don't know what do you think it is about that area of kind of western canada you know i don't know because it's not even just folk and country it's everything the amount of music that comes out of that is pretty fucking cool and mind-blowing you hear a buddy's band like first time I was close talker mm. it's like what the heck this is like some indie rock you know you hear Andino Sons and like Chilean folk music just blown away huh. I don't know I don't know what it is it's something in the water there you go maybe it's, it's in the food it's, it's cold, cold. There's not much to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold yeah. yeah the music scene there is good though there's a lot of good musicians a lot of good bands uh-huh. and whether or not and I feel like more people need to hear about more of what's actually happened there. Yeah. Maybe one day. I mean, you got to speak to us as like the dumb Americans, you know, like take that, uh, take that stereotype and like run with it. Cause like, we don't really know about the music scene up there. You know, we see what we see on other people's, you know, who people are playing with and whatever pops up on our feeds. But mm-hmm. yeah, we have no idea about like that music scene. I have no idea that, you know, there's a, a whole other genres and, and stuff growing out of there you know so that's yeah that's that'd be cool to get get more of that out um which has to be tough because it's tough for americans to go tour up there you know I, i'm impressed that you guys are down here because i've seen about every other day an international tour is getting canceled you yeah. know yeah so yeah it's just, especially now it's tough but. yeah we all got covid over the break so yeah i just kinda, yeah i had it a couple of months shows so about a solid month ago but, yeah, um, I do have a gift. Um, I forgot. I meant to do this at the beginning. I had a whole idea planned out, but um, the some Iowa, the best Iowa beer they can give you. You know, they got some like actual Iowa breweries. Um, and I see in your in your beer list here. But if you reach in there, um, that Big Ten bag. There you go. I got you guys a fresh. Here we'll, we'll let you bring her up here. A fresh five, a bre- fresh five pack of Iowa's nectar. <laughs> so yeah, that's you know that's that's some we'll crack these legit stage, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We gotta crack a couple on stage tonight, so we'll, we'll use those. If it's too in hell, I'll be in good company like you did at the brewery. I will forever love you guys <laughs> more than I already do. Um, yeah man thank you. i'll let you guys go because uh i think that opener is about to start up and but thank you for sitting down with uh with me on such short notice welcome to iowa city and uh i guess to close things out what's your uh highlight of being in the metropolis of iowa city <laughs> that's some good food here really 
Yeah, there's some good restaurants kicking around, so we've mm-hmm. been able to try some good food from being here for a few days. I guess, yeah. About yeah, it? same thing. Food? I'd say probably the food, yeah. We are not known yeah, for our no. food. <laughs> the restaurants have been really good. It was, uh, yeah, there was a lot of staying inside because it's been so damn cold. So yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. like hotel and restaurants. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the theater. Yeah. I love theaters, theaters like this yeah. with the little change rooms, the brick. Yeah. I will give one to the bat. Oh, yeah. I heard about the bat. Like the fire alarm spooked up a bat. Yeah, and it, bat, it still took a little while for the bat to come out, but it came out the perfect time. As soon as we started in hell the other night. Yeah. It was like first Danny did like a couple notes and then the bat came. Swooping. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, it was perfect time. Now, who would be the most likely one to Ozzy Osbourne that bat in the group? <laughs> Probably Scott. Yeah. Me? Scott? Why me? Why do you, why do you think <laughs> they pointed It was a unanimous I three fingers. No idea. <laughs> no idea what these guys are talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, shit, I love this theater too. I, I got I saw Sarah Watkins here last night too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, for doing this and letting me interrupt your pre-show rituals. Um, but enjoy those bush lights and enjoy yeah. the rest of your time in Iowa City. And I will be very jealous of you down in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Man.